There's a world where we can dream. Take out your canvas and paint your scene. Blue skies, yellow sun, and love. Blue skies for the Democrats in Michigan and the House and the Senate and, of course, Governor Whitmer getting re-election. And, gosh, they swept uh, all eight education posts, too. The State Board of Education, Michigan State University, the Board of Trustees, Michigan, Wayne State, all of them. And uh, this is Robert Dempster, the positive patriot from Birmingham, Michigan. Yellow sun. Blue skies, yellow sun, and kumbaya love now in politics, perhaps. Uh, Now, we are also getting blue skies and warm temperatures today, but this is the last day, so enjoy it while you can. MPS here. Politics is our family business. And Medias.Virtus, the truth is in the middle, and we're speaking with one of our winners of the day, Jocelyn Benson, the Secretary of State, who won re-election. Thank you and congratulations on four more years of being the Secretary of State of Michigan. Thank you. It's a great honor. I'm really excited for all we can do for the state in these next four years. The governor said yesterday that her focus will now be the economy. What will your focus be? Continuing to expand a lot of the innovations we've developed to make our department work better for citizens, um, launching mobile branch offices, things that. We want to completely transform customer service in this state for this uh, for this division. And then, you know, we've now got Proposal 2 to implement. So working with legislators from both sides of the aisle to develop good ways to implement these this initiative that voters overwhelmingly supported. What will we notice and how soon will we notice the changes that Proposal 2 brings? Well, I think one of the biggest ones is early voting, which isn't a huge change. It simply just says when you bring in your ballot nine days or eight days or seven days before an election, you can actually count it right there. So we've essentially got pre-processing now for nine days prior to the election, which is a huge relief. Uh, Grateful to the voters for that so that we can efficiently deliver results in every election. And that will start being implemented early next year with the first round of May elections coming in the spring. You were quoted on the national shows and on this show, too, and in various articles as being concerned about Election Day, that there might be voter Mm -hmm. intimidation, might be violence. Did any of that come to light? We saw some sporadic instances, uh, but but it was by far countered with enormous energy among most poll workers and election workers and even voters to just make the process go smoothly. So I'm really grateful that people who might have been planning to do something chose not to. We also had great partners in law enforcement who were ready to rapidly respond. So I feel like we effectively made the case to not try anything because we were going to be there to make sure it didn't have an impact. And as a result, we had a really smooth election day yet again, and hopefully we'll now have a smooth post-election certification process. Were you happy with the rate of uh, results? I was really pleased to see how efficiently we were able to, across the state, validate and tabulate every vote. A lot of that was because of you know our preparation, but a lot of it was because a lot of the disruptions that we had built-in time for to deal with didn't come to fruition, and so that enabled us to get the results done more efficiently and, in most cases, have races called throughout the night and by Wednesday morning. The big army of lawyers that we heard about that were going to contest all sorts of results uh, didn't happen then, did it? No, you know, one of the things that was most gratifying to me, quite 
quite frankly, is the next day when we saw Tudor Dixon concede and essentially accept the results of the election. And in the election administration world, one of the marks of a successful election is when those who lose accept the results. And so to see that was really, to me, uh, an affirmation that we had done a good job with our elections. And uh, my hope is that we'll be able to move forward and just get back to work. Um, 1.8 million people, as I understand it, voted absentee, and you're quoted as saying that you're really excited about that. Why? Well, first, I'm excited about the fact that this was our highest turnout midterm election in the state's history. 4.5 million people voted. That's an extraordinary win for democracy and for government and good government. And on top of that, to have 1.8 million vote absentee really underscores that voters have embraced this option, this right they have under the law, and that we were ready for it. And so we'll be ready for it again in future elections. And now we'll add early voting to the mix. It seems to me, though, that I don't know why someone would want to vote very early when they have a chance to see debates, they have a chance to things Mm. play out a little bit. I mean, don't you think? I think it's about choices and giving voters an option. And I know certainly a lot of those students who waited in line hours to register and vote on Election Day, hopefully in the future, will rethink that last-minute decision. So they have a right to do so um, but and perhaps choose to vote a little earlier because it's certainly makes it easier on Election Day to ensure things run smoothly when people choose to vote prior to. Um, But at the end of the day, it's just about choices for voters and whatever choice works for them. Uh, There's already speculation about the next race for governor. Your name will be mentioned, and Dana Nessel's name will be mentioned, and others too. Will you think about that at some stage? I'm really excited just to do my job, and we've got the 2024 election looming and to prepare for, so that's going to be my focus. And then uh, when we get on the other side of that, then I'll start thinking about things like that. Do you think that uh, Governor Whitmer is, as a Democrat as you are, a viable candidate for the presidency or vice presidency if Joe Biden decides not to run? I mean, I think the sky's the limit for the governor. She's shown that she can develop you know, good bipartisan solutions, get things done for citizens. She won over uh, one overwhelming re-election to, in, in a state uh, from people on all sides, both sides of the aisle and independents. So um, I think we're all just ready to get back to work and do some good work for a few years, but certainly the sky's the limit for wherever she wants to go next. I know you want to get back to work, but you are <laughs> going to take a little time for yourself here, I hope, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm really just excited to, I mean, we still have the post-election process, don't forget. So right now, we've got post-election canvases, then the certification process, then post-election audits. So our work is, while the intensity and the focus may have shifted, the work continues. And once we get through that, maybe around the holidays, we'll take some time off. But, you know, we're, we're not done yet with this election. We've got to finalize everything. There's a hurricane in Florida now anyway, so... Exactly, you know. exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. Florida, for... but... <laughs> but no? Okay, well, we'll find out where you're going to put your heels up. And back to work. Jocelyn Benson, Michigan's Secretary of State. Michael Patrick Shields, potential candidate for governor down the road. We'll see. She'll see, too, it sounds like. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more, giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. 
No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com.